0: The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben
1: and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a golfer, one's a hawk guy. Two feeble minds that plot discussion. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Pod of Rosedale, a bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Ben.
0: and I'm a very happy guy. Eric, how you feeling? Yup. Yo. Well, I'm here. I'm feeling pretty good. It was a good win. Good weekend for both our squads.
1: Now, are you glad that P.J. Fleck decided he wasn't taking advice from some random podcast and and decided to start Tanner Morgan against you?
0: Well, it's concerning that there wasn't a better option than Tanner Morgan. I mean, it worked out. They won. He didn't play well. They didn't win because of him. If there isn't a better starting quarterback on this team, that's concerning to me. Um, I know there was some like talk if they had lost going into the bye week that there probably would have been a change. I, I can't believe there's even a debate at that point. I still think they should try out whoever's the backup, uh, see if they can get some reps. The the one they ran some plays where they had, like, uh, the backup quarterback come in and, like, wildcat stuff, and he just ran the ball. I don't think he ever passed. But I would take that offense, just just run it, you know, constant uh, wildcat formation and run it. Although Trey Potts, his uh, situation's a little scary. I don't know if you saw that.
1: I did. I, did, what's, I mean, he's still in Indiana. Do you have any idea what's going on?
0: No, they. I guess the you just put out a statement today, just saying he went to the hospital. I think after the game or mid game, like in the fourth quarter, and he stayed overnight. He's still, like I said, he's still there. They haven't said it was an undisclosed issue. I don't know if it was an illness, injury, or serious than that. I don't. They haven't said anything other than that. They, it, I think the last statement said he was progressing or getting better, but they haven't said what's going on.
1: That's, yeah, because it's got me pretty serious. that has been two days, and he's still there.
0: I, I think he left in an ambulance. I think he left the game, um, went right to the hospital like in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, it's probably something. I was thinking, like, you know, punctured lung, or they always have the – sometimes they'll get, like, the spleen injuries where they have to do surgery right away. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's, that's not good. Don't need any more injuries like that, and hopefully he recovers. But –
1: no, he's been, like, uh, 85% of the offense to this point. Post-Icon.
0: Yeah, the the offense has just been bad in, in almost all – in all the games. Offense was bad. Tanner he only completed, like, nine passes. That's, that's terrible. He
1: came out hot, though. That throw to Ottman Bell was really nice.
0: Yeah, he had two yeah. – I think two pretty deep passes. One was, like, a 50-yard pass to that Brown Stevens guy, I think, and uh, he had a, a deep pass to Ottman Bell. But other than that, there was, like, no other offense. Other than running the ball, well, so. I don't
1: know. but it the defense, I
0: yeah, didn't turn the ball over. Defense played decent. I mean, they let up a lot of yards. Got a couple sort of, of turnovers. Of bend don't and break they, type defense. Oh uh, yeah, yeah,
1: they bent kick, a lot. That's
0: right. Field goal, field goal kicking, and the punter was really good too. I think he got like a special teams player of the week or whatever. But I don't know. This, this team is hard to figure out. I don't know. Maybe Purdue's not that great. Was their backup quarterback? I know they had benched the other guy the other last week.
1: Um, well yeah, that guy they are kind of back and forth on yeah. those dudes. He started last year and they he very much shredded him and well, and David Bell shredded the Iowa defense last year. Yeah,
0: the David Bell guy is good. He was really good wide receiver. Yeah, he's incredible. In Ten. He sure is. No, but the Gophers handled him well enough. They did. Okay. They went on the road in a rainy game. That's a good win for sure. It was funny because at halftime they showed some stat. P.J. Fleck was like 0 17 as the Gophers head coach when they were trailing at halftime, and they I were. saw that
1: stat. I was like, "Yeah, was that's like,
0: damning." It. Oh, so there's no way they're gonna win. And then, so so his first win where he was trailing at halftime as a Gopher head coach. Good for him. Rode the boat. Yeah, it was a very
1: very. It felt like a very Iowa win, frankly, because yeah, Purdue had 448 yards of offense. Minnesota only had 294. Tanner Morgan, Knight of 1,869 yards and a touchdown. Uh, So he hit those big passes for big chunk plays but was otherwise not super exciting. And Trey Pott's doing his thing, 15 carries, 70 yards a touchdown. But, yeah, the Gopher D took care of it. I don't know. I think the Gophers can pretty easily get three more wins, Eric. There's some really trash teams in the Big Ten West. Illinois and Northwestern are really bad.
0: Well, Maryland, too. Is Maryland maybe not very good? I don't know. Mayor Josiah well, that could. we'll talk about it. I,
1: I, so I don't know what to. He, lost, Leah, lost his mind at some point. He just lost any ability to process what was happening on the field. It was like he just could not see dudes that were blanketed. It didn't make any sense what he was doing. He just seemed to lose lose it completely. Just forgot after. Cause I was I was genuinely anxious. In one drive where he just carved up the Iowa D. I had all day to throw and was five for six, 70 yards, easy breezy. And I don't know if it's just losing maybe just losing his number one receiver or two just caused him to tense up. That was bananas.
0: Yeah, I mean we could yeah. shift gears to the gophers, whatever. It,
1: well no, I just wanna I'm just trying to convince you that the Gophers can win six six games, three more games.
0: Well we'll talk about the Hawkeye defense and what they've done to starting quarterbacks. I don't think the Gophers can hope for that type of play against these quarterbacks that have just been destroyed by Iowa's defense.
1: Well, no, I don't, I don't, not worried about Minnesota and Iowa. I don't think one of the wins is coming against Iowa. I mean, I I would say, I think Minnesota is going to be at least double digit underdogs probably that week. No, no,
0: I'm just saying they can't hope to, if they're playing, what, Tulia, they can't hope for a game like that. Oh, sure.
1: Nobody can ever hope for a game like that. That was just, it was absurd. It was just utter nonsense. It's like, what is happening here? What are you even doing? Like, that third picky through was just right to Dane Belton. It's like, there was he was not open at all. I don't know what. And he wasn't even pressured. Just, this he was pressing against a really good Iowa coverage. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, the Gophers won't be able to do that. Uh, Maryland has a lot of athletes, but they also had a boatload of penalty yards. They were really, really messy. And they're probably not going to have their best wide receiver for the rest of the year. It, that injury looked,
0: ugh. Oh, boy, really that was awful. And it was bad because they had to do the replay because
1: uh, yep. he
0: dropped the ball, right? So we had to see it a few times. Like, oh, man. It's like,
1: just, like, was it a fumble as you're, like, just feeling bad for his legs just yeah. looking like jello? It was really awful.
0: Pretty bad. After when they carted him off, he's like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're like, like dude, you leg like, pretty- was spinning the wrong way. You are not coming back.
1: Yeah, I was like, I, I don't think. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe 2022. I, I'd be shocked if we see him for the rest of the season. That
0: looked. He did walk really, though, if I remember right. No, th- because they wrapped his leg in that thing. But he, he, th- it was weird because they pulled, they pulled him on the cart, and then they got to the edge where there's these like glass doors, and he had to get out and walk. It's like, what? They don't have a better way to transport somebody injured? I don't know. That, that Maryland field looks like a high school stadium. It's oh really?
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of hockey fans there, but I mean. It's just some things cutting the gophers way. Indiana's probably down to their backup quarterback and they don't look so hot either. Uh Wisconsin is not even out of the question yeah. for your gophers, because their offensive situation is also dire.
0: I know. It's a weird year. I mean, Northwestern <laughs> looks bad. Oh Northwestern. Nebraska looks one. bad. Well, Nebraska yeah, so Nebraska's the gophers,
1: second best team they, in the Big Ten West. If well, they get past
0: you know N- Maryland and Nebraska, Northwestern and Illinois, they could, they honestly, the Gophers could win the next four games. I wouldn't be that surprised.
1: Wow, you are all over the place, Mister Jekyll and Hyde. Holy well, sense. so
0: is this Gopher team. They, you're all over the place. It's hard to to grasp it, but if the defense just plays okay, even against uh, Bowling Green, they only let up 14 points. If no, you look at did, their yeah. in the last three games, 14 is the highest score their defense has let up. The defense is playing really well.
1: That's true. I think there are going to be a lot of these just gross, low-scoring games. Like, Can they muster up just enough offense to scrape out a victory? It just feels very, very like, ugh, offense, but great defense and just trying to eke it out. And I got to see what's going on with Trey Potts because, yeah, that's bizarre. I mean, the Gophers can't have yet another great running back waiting in the Wings. I know, that third
0: seems... string maybe. That would that
1: would be problematic as possible. But if he's really
0: still good. in the hospital, I imagine he's probably got some sort of serious issue.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it seems unlikely that he would. Well, I guess you hit the bye, so maybe he'll be good to go a week from Saturday against Nebraska. No idea. Yeah. I, was like, I saw that article there. I was like, that's very bizarre. What's going That's I can't believe I didn't hear about it for two days.
0: But. I did. Somebody on Twitter uh, mentioned something about how, like— um. And I don't know if this is true or not. Total, people are saying. Um, people are that, saying. <laughs> yeah, that th- there might have been a some indication that he was injured and, and then Fleck ran the next three plays and that's when he left. And then also, you know, with the Mo Ibrahim, like, running him too much, maybe there's a little bit of that with Fleck that he's run overrunning his, his backs and getting them hurt. Uh, I don't know if that's a um, – sort of a precedent he's setting that he just needs to ease up on his players and not run the ball with the same guy over and over again.
1: Well that I mean that is yeah, an antiquated thing. I know very much your kind of thing. Just one guy's got to be really tough and give it to him 30 times. I mean that era is mostly over. I mean there are exceptions, but it's tough to take 30 hits a game for an entire season and be healthy to be able to keep playing. I mean I know the dudes are like 19, 20, 21 years old, but that's tough. That's a lot of abuse for a body to take. So yeah, I think a lot are, are yeah.
0: He had just, 27 carries against Bowling Green. Potts did. Right. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of carries for a you know 20 year old kid or 19 year old kid to do. When yeah, yeah just multiply over over that
1: you. right, and you yeah. multiply that over the course of a season, it's like it just doesn't seem sustainable. So yeah, I think that's at least a valid concern. I you know can you overtly say hey this injury was caused because you played this player too much? No, but you know the wear and tear. Probably makes injuries more likely. Yeah. So I don't
0: know, but
1: you know, just old school is trying to get wins for your your beloved Gopher, so he's just gonna churn through. Well, he needed his. a win,
0: no doubt. He needed a win. That was a that was a, almost a must-win game.
1: Seats were pretty pretty hot. I, I know a Gopher fan that was pretty pretty peeved, pretty cheesed last week. So good to get the angry Gopher faithful off your back <laughs> for a couple weeks.
0: Yeah. We'll put the pitchforks away for a week.
1: Sure, yeah, well, two weeks, yeah, it's a buy. So, That's
0: hey, true.
1: let him prepare for Nebraska. I will be rooting ferociously for your Gophers
0: on that game. But we're we're burying the lead here because this this, this. this
1: is this is the happy.
0: biggest week in Hawkeye history, right? This is this is it. This is Super Bowl week.
1: Well, it's it's huge. People. So the generation before the folks that remember Chuck Long and the '80s era, they're gonna remember vividly the one versus two Iowa Michigan game in Kinnick.
0: Is that like '85 uh, or something?
1: It was '85. Obviously, yeah. I was one and don't remember it, but for me, this is probably, in terms of ranking and national, you know, standing, this is the biggest game for Iowa.
0: So uh, I saw a stat online that said. So you mentioned the Michigan game that this is the first time since 1997 that a two top five Big Ten teams played each other. And one of them wasn't Ohio State. Yep. First. And then the other other stat was first time since 1962 that two top five Big Ten teams played each other. And one of them wasn't Michigan or Ohio State since. So 59 years since two Big Ten teams played each other and one of them was not Michigan or Ohio State and actually that was Minnesota-Wisconsin back in good old 1962 but that's how big this game is incredible
1: yeah the last time Iowa I think was was top five matchup that Iowa was involved with was I, there might have been one in between but there was one in like 1960 with your gophers it was like Iowa-Minnesota in like 1960-61 something like that yeah. and your gophers prevailed and that was uh,
0: Halcyon days. Easy. In the sixties they were pretty good.
1: Gophers were in a national power in the sixties.
0: <laughs> the other thing so other thing is wild and crazy. So I was just like, Wikipediaing Wikipedia like the best Iowa teams. The University of Iowa football team has had two head coaches since nineteen seventy nine. You've had only two head coaches. How is that possible? That is well, crazy.
1: You know, Hayden Fry lasted a long time because Iowa was god-awful before that, and he finally made Iowa relevant, and they started going to bowl games, and people were stoked. And Ferrance has just continuously had Iowa competing at a high level, might not be the way to say it, but a, a solid level for over two decades with the occasional blip up or down in there.
0: Yeah. Never outright won the Big Ten, though.
1: Correct. The last time they shared it was 2004.
0: Or it looks like 2015, did they?
1: They went to the Big Ten title game. There wasn't a Big okay, Ten title game. There, there
0: was a title game that year. Okay. Yes, yeah, so
1: they won the West, but then they lost to Michigan State. Right. In a Brutal, painful, close, very winnable game that if Iowa had won, they would have made the college football playoff. Much so I had,
0: I had a question. You know, we could talk about the Maryland game if you want and kind of break down just that drop. I mean, it was just a dropping, it was an absolute. Just they destroyed the team. The other team had no business being on the field. And Peters looked great. But in terms of the looking ahead, um, it has what's like the other top five most important Iowa games. This has got to be number one, right?
1: Are you talking about give me a time frame here for let's go back time? in your
0: lifetime. So in the in Hayden my Fry, lifetime. Kurt Ference eras in the two of the well, two damn head coaches you guys have had in the last 40 years. So the top five in no particular order
1: would be the one-versus-two game. You'd probably throw the 2006, Iowa was 13 and hosted number one Ohio State. Iowa got the butt kicked, but that would be probably in the top five. Some other ones that are big, uh, at least in Kinnick, Iowa hosted Wisconsin in 2004 for a shot at the Big Ten title. They got the share of it. They bumped Wisconsin off and shared it with Michigan, I think, that year. So it was one of the few years where Ohio State wasn't great. Those would be up there. The what big was the Penn State game
0: where they blocked the, the kick or the punt and scored a touchdown? That
1: 2009. Yep, 2009 in Happy Valley. That would be a big one. The 2008 game in which Iowa knocked out an undefeated Penn State and Kinnick would be a big one, beating number two Michigan and. Whatever year that was, 2016. I mean, Iowa's had a knock for at least pulling up big upsets.
0: But none of them felt like this, right? I mean, no, this is different. I don't I, think this, we could throw hyperbole out the window. I mean, this is this is a huge game.
1: Oh so it is. This. So you know, Iowa went 12 and 0 in 2015. But the truth of that is is that Iowa team was more lucky than good, and they didn't they avoided all the powerhouse teams in the East. And they kind of scrape by a bunch of you know middling teams. This team is actually way better. I mean, this is a top five defense, a top five special teams unit, or top ten special teams unit, if you want to quibble, but the offense finally made it to the party. This is the first time I felt good about the offense on the fifth game in. Yes, Petrus looked great. Not uh, just not just good, he looked great. He yeah. he started off a little slow. Three of seven on the first couple drives, looked pretty iffy, and then and the pressure was off, but still, it clicked. He went 18 for 23 the rest of the game, was on target on point, really good hitting those deep passes.
0: Had his plenty best, to throw. His best game, right? As a, Oh, as top to bottom, undoubtedly.
1: I don't think there's even anything that would be close to challenging it for his all-around best game. I don't think there's any other example you could. Didn't play. he run in a couple?
0: The couple. Well, those are QB the, sneaks. Oh yeah. Okay, well,
1: that's that's with Tyler Lindebaum, that's about an unstoppable
0: play. Well, Tom Brady has made a career out of getting those one-yard QB sneaks on the goal line.
1: No, it's great. It's. it's I'm not. It's,
0: okay, let's I'm, let's back up. I'm not seeing features is Tom Brady here. I'm I was saying. gonna
1: ignore that. It's it's just basically an unstoppable play, man. I mean, would whenever they want one yard. Petras can just bury, just follow Linderbaum.
0: Yeah, the fullback is just a battering ram.
1: That's bomb oh. Linderbaum's the center, but bombs also great. Uh, old neck roll, as Kirk Herbstreit called him. Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's real nasty, too. But I'm just talking about the center. You don't have right. a fullback in front on a QB sneak. Yeah. but All-American yeah.
0: fullback, yeah. Or but, uh, G- all-American center.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's just there whenever they want it. And they're probably going to need this upcoming week.
0: Uh, well, and they because, pushed him in too. The the announcers made that joke of uh, what was that USC team with Liner? Bush which, and Liner. He, yep. Yeah, they, they did that on both those plays. He, maybe it was the fullback or running back was just kind of shoving him forward.
1: Yeah, well, that's fine. Well, it's legal now. It used to not be legal, but now they right. said screw it. It's like po- impossible to legislate, so whatever. Uh, you can turn it into a scrum. No, he he was really on point, and I mean. I think he's he's plenty good. That's about as good of a 23 for 30 for you know 250 yards and three touchdowns is about as good as it's going to get for at quarterback at Iowa. So he was he was great. He's probably due for a bad game because I think Penn State's D is very very legit. But uh, I, I have utmost confidence at this point that Iowa should win the Big Ten West. They really ought to, and I think they will because there's just a lot of bad teams. I mean everybody in the Big Ten West has at least one loss. Most of them have two. Nebraska, Wisconsin, Northwestern, uh, Illinois, they all already have two Big Ten losses. Iowa, yeah, here's a weird stat. Iowa's the only team in the West that's beaten a team in the Big Ten East at this point in the season. So they've got room for error. They can lose a couple of times and still win the Big Ten West. So,
0: woohoo!
1: I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm pre-basing it. I've got... Uh, an IV drip of kool-aid and just carting it around with me
0: I'm, I'm, who would you i mean now we'll see after saturday but uh, of the east teams who would you least want to play in the championship game ohio
1: state i mean i really? kind of said this last week everybody's kind of left, left them for dead for losing to oregon in a game where ohio state largely outplayed oregon here I, I, ohio state's probably the the best team still they, uh, their offense is still lethal. They still have absolutely the best offense the Big Ten by far. It's not even close. And you know their defense will get better and stop being out of position. And they have, probably have gotten better in that sense. You just like left them for dead because of one tough loss. I think they're probably the team I'm most scared of. I mean Michigan and Penn State. Those are both going to be grind it out, slug it out, big Big Ten rock fight back kind of games. Either those, are, you know, I just don't think they're gonna they'd be able to light Iowa up in the way that Ohio State potentially could because I think Ohio State's offense is just that good. There are many offenses I'd say they're about. So yeah, Ohio State, who I'm most scared of. I mean, do you think somebody else is more scary than Ohio State?
0: Uh, well, <laughs> Penn State, I, Penn State looks good, really good too. I, you know, their their Ohio State's quarterbacks been kind of up and down. Uh, he didn't look great against the Gophers, which maybe the Gophers defense were not giving them enough credit. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's why I think, obviously, this game means so much going forward. You, you'd hate to have to play Penn State a second time if you lose to them. Um, and, you know, Michigan State, too, they're rolling.
1: Yeah, uh, see, uh, I'm less worried about Michigan State. I mean, yeah, they clobbered a bad Northwestern team, and they really got outplayed by Nebraska couple weeks ago now and they could beat Iowa but I I Ohio State's the only team that I think would just but potentially beat the pants out of Iowa.
0: Their Oregon loss doesn't look that great now that Oregon just lost.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't look great, but I still I think top to bottom that their offense is extremely explosive. Like Penn State uh, Yohan, uh Dotson's incredibly good. Um and the quarterback, Sean Clifford, he's I mean, he's also played really well at this point in the season. But they haven't ran the ball really, really well. And I, I just don't think their offense is anywhere near as scary as Ohio State's is. The defense is better than Ohio State's, but I'm also not totally just celebrating, oh, Iowa's offense is going to be great. I'm just happy they're there. They played well. They look like a competent, functional, solid offense for the first time all year. I'm not convinced that I will be able to shred Ohio State on the offensive side of things. But So you think Penn State. Okay, that's good to know.
0: Yeah, or you or Michigan. I mean, we're also kind of sleeping on Michigan a little bit too. Yeah,
1: that's true. I mean, I just – yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not – no, I mean, they, they're they a good team and they could very well beat Iowa. Um, They, I, I they just, just
0: crushed Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, well, Wisconsin I think is might just be bad. I, it's tough to tell. I hope Wisconsin's, so. Lost to three yeah. teams that are all really pretty good. Well, right. yeah, I mean, I think Notre Dame's the iffiest of those three. But, boy, Graham Mertz has been bad. And if he's not playing and they have to go to the guy that can't beat out Graham Mertz, their offense is just woof.
0: Yeah, and otherwise Michigan hasn't played anyone. Like, they haven't even played a ranked team yet. So, yes, they're undefeated, but really haven't. And they, ha- they don't play anybody until Michigan State, like, two weeks from now or Halloween weekend. Sure. So they got pretty lucky with their schedule.
1: Yeah, we'll see, and maybe Wisconsin just it was a tough draw, and they'll come back and be fine. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think there's some reason to be worried, but.
0: But yeah, we still got still got a chance for the Florida-Rosedale to be the upset upset game. That's that's what I'm shooting for. That's going to be my my Super Bowl here, regardless of what happens. So I, I want Iowa to, to keep winning, so that the Gophers can. Just crush their spirits of an undefeated season when when they play later this year. So well, that's what I mean, I'm
1: I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I would willingly sign up for that so that I would be nine and zero going to that Gopher game, ranked you know number three probably because Georgia and Alabama won't fall, and then the Gophers upset Iowa and Iowa just crashes out of the top ten.
0: Well, shit, and then the Gophers and Iowa would both have one loss, right? <laughs> So there'd be, like, tiebreaker. Well, the Gophers to get the tiebreaker because they'd, be- they'd have the head-to-head. So in this scenario, you're right? also
1: assuming that Gophers keep winning. Yeah, so say they-, they win
0: out. They win out. Uh, and okay. I will only lose to Minnesota. The Gophers so, would be the West champions, wouldn't they? Oh, we they, they would,
1: absolutely would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they're both 7-1 uh, or 8-1, I guess, because there's nine games. But, yeah.
0: That would be fabulous. Okay. All right. I you know what uh, you're dreaming of. Okay. Could, could, could then you'd have two... Do you think it's possible a one-loss Big Ten team that's not in the Big Ten tournament could get a shot at the playoff? I know this is like way hypothetical here, but uh,
1: I mean, if I were wa-
0: in your scenario, I was eleven and one.
1: Only losses to a-
0: the Gophers that are out of the Big Ten championship game.
1: Right, the, right, but they they have beaten Penn State. And Correct. the game against the Gophers is competitive. They didn't get completely shredded. And, in the that, and then game. the
0: Gophers go on to win the Big Ten championship game, and they're in the tournament. Is there a you, chance that Minnesota and Iowa are in the, the uh, playoff? You,
1: uh, unlikely. I don't think so. In your scenario, Minnesota would have to be, you know, they'd be 10-2 and two going into the Big Ten championship game, and they'd be playing whoever.
0: Ohio State. They get Ohio
1: State again, so yeah. they split with Ohio State, and it would really depend on Ohio State's record, but that bullet-green loss is going to be a really, <laughs>
0: really festering wart I know. Uh, on the entire well, process. They're, you know, they, they would, at that point, would have probably beaten number one or number two. If Iowa wins this Saturday, they're going to jump to one, right?
1: No, no, they will not jump Alabama and Georgia. Nope. You don't think so? No. Has
0: Alabama or Georgia beat a top 5 team on the road?
1: Uh so first of all, I don't think that ma- so Alabama, so Georgia just crushed oh, Arkansas, number 8 team, and I don't know if it was I think they were Georgia was at home for that one. So they just crushed Arkansas and then, you know, Alabama is Alabama. Alabama's going to get uh, way more credit than Iowa. They're a national brand that keeps winning championships. So they'll get the benefit of the doubt, and until Alabama loses, I don't think there's any way Iowa could leapfrog Alabama. I don't think that's possible, or Georgia. I think you're getting how much people love the SEC well, and say it's decided.
0: The best. Decided victory on the road against the number four ranked team. You don't think so? They would just stay at three.
1: Iowa's going to be hosting the game, Eric. So are you talking about oh, Iowa sorry. State?
0: No, sorry. Iowa wins on Saturday against Penn State. I mean, Georgia
1: demolished free. Arkansas. I mean, they utterly demolished Arkansas this past Saturday. It was, I, I think it was a shutout, if I'm remembering correctly, or maybe Arkansas got a field goal or a touchdown. It was a depancing of the number 18. team. It wasn't even close. Uh, Georgia's looked lethal. And Alabama, their worst game was that they struggled at Florida, but still
0: won. And the, was, so they don't play each other.
1: I don't know if they play each other in the regular no, season. but i just looking they'll, up their
0: regular okay. season uh, schedule. They don't play each other.
1: Then they play in the SEC championship game. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll probably see each other. But no, I, I think so. No matter no what way, happens,
0: there's probably no way Iowa moves up from three.
1: Those teams need, would need to lose, and they'd probably have to lose either poorly to a really good team or just straight up lose to a bad team. I, I think the SEC is beloved and gets way more credit, and those. College football teams will get more credit than Iowa. Everybody's going to be skeptical. I mean, you, you know the flip side of, of this argument. It's, oh, Iowa's getting lucky with a bunch of turnovers because the other team just keeps playing dumb. They're just getting lucky. It's not sustainable. Yeah, but that turnovers was the stuff. narrative
0: coming into Friday. Was, you know, they, they've they just been lucky. Close wins, defense. Uh, some pundits had Maryland ahead of them in terms of Big Ten rankings. Going into Friday and 55 to or 51 to 14, like an absolute blowout on the road against an undefeated Big Ten team. Like this, this Iowa team's legit. Their defense. Uh, Look at what they've done against their other starting quarterbacks, like Penix or or Penix or Penith, whatever his name is. You can
1: you can call him. You can call whatever you want. They benched
0: him after throwing three picks. Purdy benched him after throwing three picks and. Uh, Tulia, whatever, however you say his name, four picks and bench him. Like, they have just completely destroyed every yeah, other Yeah, they've seen nine.
1: So they played five games and they've seen nine different quarterbacks. So that's one of those mind-blowing stats. And none of them were benched for injury. It was all like they reached a point where they're like, all right, this our quarterback's had enough. They couldn't, couldn't do the
0: anything. In. Great. And now you, you throw in a little bit of offense. Not, I mean, a lot of offense from uh, your guy Petrus. Like, this is a scary, scary team.
1: No, if they can be average. Uh, an average offense is plenty for this Iowa team to be really, really good. That's what we've been hoping for. I mean, when we complained about the offense before, I mean, how bad it was, Iowa was ranked somewhere like 113th out of 130 college football teams. This isn't just power. In what? Play. This is
0: it ranked in what?
1: Total offense in so terms total of yards, yards? Total yards. Total yards. Uh, You could break it down. I don't think running or passing made much of a difference. It might have gotten you to about 105. I mean, they were, I was maybe 10, uh, let's see, the math on that was like 15 spots ahead of Colorado, who was almost dead last in, in total offense. Iowa wasn't cracking 300 yards a game, which is a yeah, really but they're terrible but
0: they up points. I mean, just look at the points. They're scoring Averaging, they got to be average 30 points a game.
1: Oh, they were before that, but that, again, all of that's coming from turnovers, but that's fine. I mean, uh, 60% of their scoring or whatever, something like ludicrous like that, has come from turnovers this season that's, thus far. But I, I was happy. They went from like 113th, now they're in like the 70s, or give or take, somewhere in there. They jumped up, or 80s, I don't remember what it is, but they, they made substantial progress. If they're like the 60th best offense in college football, I'd be pretty pleased with that. That would probably be enough.
0: The one way to, they they have been lucky is injuries. They've had virtually, like, no injuries. That's true. When you, when yeah, compared um, to, like, the Gopher team, which seems to lose uh, all yeah. their star players.
1: I'm going to knock on wood on that, but, yes, they've had no injuries. Everybody's been very, very healthy. Oh, did
0: I, did I just throw a curse on your team? Yep, what? You, you did. When it, Everybody's happens, gonna, I'm going to get some hate mail. if You should. You know, I, I, I hope you get
1: Twitter bombed by a bunch of angry Hawkeye fans if somebody important gets injured. This Saturday. It'll be entirely your fault. You just did that to yourself. Um, But no, that's all true. and, And that's fine. It just feels like, I mean, it really feels like things are. This is the best Iowa team in a long time. If they keep up this pace, they can flirt with being as good or better than 2002, the 2002 version of the Hawkeyes, if they keep up this pace. They made my last qualms, they made a believer out of me this past. Friday, so I'm now...
0: All right. I mean, it is smooth sailing after Penn State, really, if you look at the schedule. like
1: uh, That's true. Their home games are very winnable. After that, they've got Purdue, Minnesota, and uh, Illinois at home, and they got a very, very bad Northwestern team, Wisconsin and Nebraska on the road. So, yeah, they could, they could hold serve at home, and then even if they lose one of those road games and lose to Penn State, they're still going to get that trip to Indy.
0: No college. So if they, went, if they win on Saturday, are you going to start believing? Are you going to start get, starting to get excited? You still seem believe. so reserved about this.
1: I, I already believe, Eric. There's so uh, much trepidation
0: believed. in your, the way you're talking about this. Like you're so nervous.
1: I'm not that nervous about any of this. Um, I, I said they, they made a believer out of me. I don't know what you want me to say. I already said I was taking an IV of black and gold Kool-Aid around with me. I'm convinced that, they're, uh, that this is a special season and that th- that the worst case scenario for this team is that they go to the Big Ten title game. That's what I said. I don't know what more you need from me. I'm certainly not going to book a ticket to the college football playoff yet. That's dumb. Uh, they've got a really tough opponent yet, and even in a good college football season, you can have a bad day. It can happen. Players can just kind of misfire, and another team can get hot. So, So, no, I'm not counting a college football playoff before that happens, but – this is a special season. I, they're going to, I think win 10 games at least. That's like worst case scenario from my perspective at this point, they're a special squad. Eric, I don't know. You want me to scream? Should I just start hurting people's ears by just yelling? Go Hawks. Yeah,
0: that's what I want to hear. Microphone? Yep. I'm,
1: I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm just enjoying it. I so said they, they I, I was super anxious going into the Maryland game. I thought there was a compelling case that, that Maryland could pull off the upset. And then that turned out to just not happen. So no, I just, Everything's breaking Iowa's way.
0: So I saw I saw some people. I think even the website, some folks on the website were frustrated that uh, the college game day is not going to Iowa City on Saturday. I think they're going to a SEC game. Uh, How do you feel about that? Where you where you stand on that?
1: I, I I'm the wrong person to ask if you want me to get angry about it. I mean, I think it's a Iowa Penn State's a sexier game than isn't it? I think it's just Texas and Oklahoma. Um, the the Red River Shootout. So it's a technically a Big Twelve game, but they're going to be in the SEC probably as early as next year or at least two years from now. At the latest. But
0: neither of them are ranked, right? So they're they're really not. Oh,
1: ranked Oklahoma's yet. ranked. Oklahoma Fantastic. hasn't looked great, but they haven't lost yet. Oklahoma's kind of like six or seven. And Texas, I think, is back in the rankings. They fell out when they lost to Arkansas, which turned out to be pretty good. And then.
0: Oh yeah, that twenty one. They got him.
1: But I think I know the the Big Twelve angle. I I don't know. I mean. There's all sorts of media rights stuff too that gets thrown into this. It was a big noon kickoff for Fox, so they'd have to prep a game that they're not uh,
0: broadcasting. So you get your guy Stoops. He's gonna be there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no, your guy Stoops is gonna be back at Kenick. Oh yeah. Just back the ball of energy that he is. He, I mean, uh, he's gonna guy. get. He's gonna
1: get some special. They're gonna do some stupid story about him too. I guess you should really pay attention if that's since that's your thing.
0: He just has charisma just leaking out of his pores.
1: No, they're going to show the, the photo from, like, 1981 or whatever it is. The It's the Hayden Fry
0: coaching tree photo. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen that a thousand times.
1: And Me too. Yeah, it's, it's all the time. Even, they're going to do not it. Not even my team. They're going to have him look at it and be like, oh, I remember that squad. Oh. yeah, I remember being on Hayden's staff in Iowa in the 80s, and that's going to happen. So brace yourself for that. <laughs> what is did you what did you think of the Tim Brando Spencer was it is it yeah Spencer Tillman whatever the, the uh broadcast team were you into their nonsense
0: yeah I didn't you know I didn't I don't maybe we didn't have the volume on or I I I didn't catch any any of their banter did I did I miss <laughs>
1: something oh they're just hilarious so the Tim Brando guy just screws stuff up all the time he gets people's names wrong last week he called iowa city the capital of iowa which it, it isn't it hasn't been for 150 years i don't know um just all over the shop gets yeah just totally calls out the wrong players all the my, time like, i,
0: I do know. recall my wife mentioning she thought they were like openly cheering for maryland I don't, you know she says that a lot of <laughs> I don't know. she always feels like the media is against iowa
1: oh yeah there's uh, a did, lot of the uh, insecurity of the media um that folks have it's a it's a deep deep rooted insecurity that we as Iowans have. Yeah, no
0: nobody Why? in the national media wants Iowa to be good. Because they're not a fun team. They're not a big market.
1: Yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah. It's not a sexy brand. They don't put up a lot of points. It's a very boring brand of football to sit back and, and wait for your opponent to inter, you know, throw six interceptions. Um no, that's no, no, true. I mean, that part's true, but I, I don't really care about it. I mean, you know, Iowa controls their own fate regardless of the media narrative they can make the magic happen or not but he uh, then uh, the, you know he, the then the plate the color guy he he's just like flat out says terrible like this leo was throwing interceptions he's like oh that's terrible and i just rarely hear announcers just overtly be like oh that's all you rarely hear them verbalize that thought that way they just try to be professional like oh here's what i think he's trying to do but he just didn't get enough on this throw or he didn't see this guy coverage he just seemed reacting at one point they were citing Gene Wilder movies and quoting Young Frankenstein and Silver Streak cuz Gene Wilder graduated from the University of Iowa the late great Gene Wilder. So it was bizarre. I, I couldn't tell whether I I don't know whether I love them or hate them. Uh, it's it's bizarre, but I guess it's not boring. So maybe it was okay. But no, I don't care about college gaming not coming. Ultimately, I I don't have that insecurity. I'm not like, you haven't been here. They haven't been there. 2006 was the last time.
0: Um, yeah, I, my wife made the point, like, they were just in Iowa. I mean, yes, it was Ames, and it wasn't in Iowa City, but, like. But
1: Aston Kutcher was the picker, and yeah. there's a lot of heavy I, Iowa Hawkeye flavor.
0: It would and be I, weird if they were in the state of Iowa twice in one season, right? Like, that would be odd.
1: It would be odd. I, and, I, you know, it's not like I was go to game day. It probably wouldn't make me watch all that much anyway. I don't care about Lee Kors. Oh, is he gonna pick the Hawkeyes or is he gonna pick Penn State? Which I don't care about the stuff really, just doesn't bother. I don't whatever. I'm just worried about the game and I'm excited about the game really. It's a it's gonna be exciting, it's gonna be close, I think, it's gonna be really fun. And it's also that's the cool part is that I don't think it it's you know, it, it's not a deal breaker for just about any anything Iowa wants to accomplish. Like Iowa could lose to Penn State. If we're going to do this college football stuff, Eric, Iowa could lose to Penn State. I, I'm assuming Iowa beats Minnesota in this scenario, wins out, beats another Big Ten East team, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan or whomever, or Penn State again, uh, gets revenge against Penn State. They could be back in the college football playoff discussion, you know, like a one score.
0: Yeah, they'd have to win out and then win the Big Ten.
1: They would. Yep, that's true. They wouldn't get in if they lose the game, but but they would still, I think, potentially control their own fate. I mean, it wouldn't even be like the college football playoff wouldn't be off the table if they lost to Penn State. So this is this is why it's just fun. It's like it's it's just huge. I don't. I'm not counting my college football chickens before they hatch. Or I'm just gonna enjoy an absolutely bonkers. I'm kind of sad. I'm not gonna go to the game. I would love to be there because it's gonna be absolutely pandemonium. Uh, and an all-timer, but I don't think I'll be able to go. so I'll just be watching on TV, you know pacing, rocking back and forth like a crazy person.
0: So Penn states what a two and a half point underdog is that where it sits now?
1: Uh, I'd have to let me pull it out. Go still
0: so got let Iowa me. a couple points I mean given that they they're at home, it's basically a pick em.
1: And that makes sense. I mean, I think this game could, if you're just trying to look at it objectively, could go either way. It's going to come down to turnovers
0: and all that fun stuff. Your guy Petrus, what's he? I mean, this is his obviously his biggest game. Yeah. Did he? That, so was he the starting quarterback when Iowa beat uh, Ohio State a few years ago, or was Petrus? that? Yeah, it was that the other guy.
1: It was yeah, it was Nate Stanley. He did, that Stanford, game was in 2017, okay. so no, Petrus wasn't wasn't the okay. starting quarterback four years ago, Eric. Sorry. but uh,
0: well, no,
1: he's no. been there a few years, right? Two years. He's a junior. Maybe he's a redshirt junior, but he's a he's, even then like yeah, so two his, big, his biggest game Iowa. for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah his oh, biggest game.
1: I'm glad he's got some confidence. Uh, it's great. You yeah, know, was two points now when I'm looking on ESPN. So. It's, some money's going back to Penn State. People want to give them the points, and that's fine. Um,
0: so, what are we doing? Predictions? Are you going to predict? Is is uh, going to play a movie before that to get him pumped? What, what, who you got?
1: Oh, I, I got Iowa. I'm 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 drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. Uh, it's uh it's going to be close. I think it's going to be one score game. So two years ago. Penn State came into uh, Kinnick. It was a night game. The final score was 17 to 12. The Penn State won. is very close, ugly game, but Iowa had two turnovers on their own side of the field, which led directly to 10 points for Penn State, and that's that was really the difference in that game. Uh, otherwise, it was just one of these ugly, low-scoring affairs. And I'm, I'm I think it's going to be something similar. I think both teams are going to try to establish the run and then not be able to do it. I don't think Iowa is going to be able to run on Penn State. I mean, I know it hasn't hardly been able to run at all. They had a few times uh, against Maryland where they had a few drives where Goodson had some holes, but for the most part, it was still still getting hit in the backfield a lot, and that's going to happen a ton. And I think the same thing's for Penn State. So it's going to come down to some plucky plays, big special things play, maybe finally returned by Charlie that he, Jones that he houses, where they get a couple of mistakes from Sean Clifford to set up short field scores. That's going to be, I think, how it happened. I don't think I was going to be able to drive the ball against this Penn State defense.
0: What do you think? So, Penn State beat Auburn at home. That's really their only signature win. They beat uh, they Wisconsin. Won. They beat Wisconsin they on the road, but obviously, we're saying Wisconsin's not as they normally have been very good. Um, Yeah. I, I, am I wrong to predict, an, like, a big Iowa and was Like, 27-14 Iowa, something like that?
1: If you want to, Eric, but let's – I mean, I,
0: <laughs> I know you're not into advanced stats. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, give me – I love advanced stats. That's my you, You're the
1: kind of guy who thinks advanced stats are made by a bunch of virgins who want to pretend like they actually understand sports, but they're just unathletic losers. Um, so if you uh, – this is SP+, if you want to know where this comes
0: oh, from. Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't like SP+, i'm just i'm gonna unplug my headphones here you just keep talking well i i need you to react to this eric where do no, you I'm think kidding. i'm kidding where yes, do you think go ahead
1: overall top about to bottom, they have a ranking of where they think you know efficiency and whatnot and it's predictive and, and all this fancy stuff where do you think penn state falls on the this scale of 130 teams
0: so it's rank, it's rank like a ranking of all of the teams.
1: It's like kind of an, an analytics ranking for what they think is the best team going forward. It's not really you're not rewarding teams for wins and losses. You're just trying to based on the data versus you know yards gained and a whole bunch of other little little factors. What you think going forward the best teams are? You know it's constantly changing, gets updated every week. You I would say games.
0: I would say it's probably skewed away from the Big Ten. So I would say there is there not even a Big Ten team in the top ten.
1: No, false. There are four Big Ten teams in the top ten.
0: Okay. Uh, Ohio can, State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. So, Ohio State's three, Penn State's six,
1: Michigan's eight, and Wisconsin is ten. Whoa. So, this is all really this super fancy-dancy stuff. Where you know,
0: you look at how so, why well, yeah. play the games then? We already you already have it decided. You got your, your advanced stats, your analytics have decided it already. Quite uh,
1: sure. advanced stats say Iowa's gonna win, so cool. Well, then we just declared Iowa the winner over Penn State. Well, where's
0: yeah. Iowa on that list?
1: Uh, well, good question. Iowa is 15th,
0: yeah, the so list. they can't win. They're the, the analytics show they're only 15th.
1: So if you parse it out, though, was considered to have the fourth best offense in college football, the eighth best special teams, and then the 72nd most efficient offense,
0: which is okay. where they get things. You said offense first. You, you initially, no, guess,
1: yeah, Offense is 72nd. Right.
0: Defense
1: is four. Special teams is eight. So,
0: Just for uh, all of our Gopher fans, where did the uh, Gophers fall on that list? Well, where do you think the Gophers are? You see them? <laughs> are they are they in the top 50? They are. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: They're even in the top 40, Eric. What? Wow. So uh, any can you guess a number between 30 and 31 and 40?
0: Uh 38.
1: Very close. 39. You're sitting at 39.
0: So despite all of the
1: Acrimony, 40th best offense, 42nd best defense, and 48th special teams. Well, average is out to being a very, very good, but maybe not elite team. They're in a very good spot because they run the ball really well. See, that's the thing that helps your offenses. Yeah, the passing numbers are probably pretty poor. This, and this doesn't break it out, passing versus running. But being able to run the ball effectively at least gives – some productivity from your offense and iowa hasn't been able to do that so that's interesting but i mean so wisconsin's still considered to have like you know that they're, they're according to advanced that's the third best defense i know you you hate this eric i know it really pisses you off but based on how they played against productive offenses they're considered number three and their offense is only 63 which is ahead of iowa but that's also a product of iowa having been really far Didn't down. Didn't
0: Notre Dame score like 40 points against Wisconsin? Right, but those are, a lot of those are pick sixes, at least two, right? So if you're doing a, advanced stats... Well, Michigan you, put up 38. How could they have a, a top 10 defense? I, that's crazy.
1: So are you going to punish the defense for the offense throwing a pick six? Like, you know, you're a big, beefy, strongly, super powerful man.
0: And no, that, okay, that's 12 points. And, they still... They, they still let up more than 20 points.
1: Uh, sure, but holding somebody to 20 points is is really good, especially if they're a dynamic offense. So, like, Penn State's been really, really productive on offense outside of the Wisconsin game, for example. They only had 16 points against Wisconsin. Uh, it was It was tough sledding for Penn State in that game. And, of course, they can get better. These get updated constantly. So, you know, Iowa was much worse off last week. Uh, because of their offense, and then they had a really, really great game against Maryland. So that's another data point. They did better against Maryland's defense than anybody had all year. And some of that was turnovers, but if you're looking just at like yards and moving the ball, Iowa did really well uh, in that one game. So then the data changes. I don't know. Um, but you know, this is what interests me is that Penn State's got uh, number five defense, right? So we've got a ton of defenses in the top five and michigan's at eight for defense so you know four of the ten best defenses college football are in the big ten three of them in the big ten east see penn state's sitting at 23 for offense that's the biggest difference comparable defenses but penn state's offense has been a lot more productive their special teams are sitting at 54th so something to keep an eye on who knows anyway i love advanced stats just because they're silly and i like how much they bother you but now Minnesota, where does Minnesota rank? So, yeah, Nebraska is like 22nd. If you're keeping tabs, Maryland's 21 at this point. So, they could say that Michigan State's 24. And then, then it's Minnesota. Minnesota's sitting ahead of a bunch of big teams, Purdue and Indiana. Very winnable games here on the docket for you. It's just me clicking now. Trying to think I think I haven't found Northwestern sitting at 86th, which is quite bad. And Illinois is at ninety second. So I mean, those are games that Minnesota's going to be favored in at least three of the games from here on out. So there you go.
0: Yeah, like I said, I, I'm hoping for for Iowa to win, keep on winning until November thirteenth uh, when they they uh, play Minnesota. Okay. I'm hoping for. I'm just going to hope for both teams to keep winning until that game. But All right, we'll see. Yeah, Saturday, so it's a, a late game, right? The State. Three o'clock, State not Iowa a night game.
1: game. That I see that I'm more annoyed. I I can care less about game day, but it, that feels like to me it should be a six thirty, you know, nighttime or seven o'clock kicker. Yeah. That should be uh, a night it's game. It's
0: weird that it's not a primetime game.
1: That should be like a build up all day, we're we're gonna end the day on a top five matchup kind of thing. That that generally is irksome and I don't get the logistics. There's probably some stupid broadcast dumb reason why. It doesn't get the night game, but anyway that 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 is mine. That would be a killer night game, and awesome way to end the Saturday. And look forward to it. But well, no, I movies. Yes, do you have a movie? Do you have a movie for the Hawkeyes against the the Nittany Lions?
0: Uh, I thought uh, you ever seen the movie Ghosts in the Darkness, where they hunt hunt the lion?
1: No, I, I haven't seen it. No,
0: it's so it's a good movie. Uh, Val Kilmer and I think Michael Douglas. The, uh, they, there's like a lion that's killing people in, in a village and they hunt the lion.
1: So, so it's basically like Jaws, but with a lion bit. instead yep. of the water? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I kept getting stuck in The Lion King and I don't know how to work into <laughs> it.
0: Like, we should uh, we should loop in the, the Lion King theme to the podcast okay. while well, we're you're, talking.
1: You're, yeah, you're – sure. Because I was going to be the king of the lions after the uh, – Beat Penn State. Um But all right, well, you're predicting a big win, 27 to 14, Hawkeyes over the Nittany Lions. I'm going to predict something more modest. I'll go with 20 to 13, Iowa. How about that?
0: Yeah, that's good. Get pumped.
1: I am pumped. Got to get through the work week and then that's football time, baby.
0: Go Hawks!